You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Danielle Liss. Each week, we will help you unlock the secrets of influencer marketing through interviews with leading professionals and tips and tricks to help you scale your business. Sit back, grab a coffee, and let's talk all things influencer marketing. Hi, this is Jamie. And this is Danielle. Welcome to the Businesses Influencer Marketing Podcast, episode 14. Today, we are so excited because we are bringing you another interview. Um, and this week, we are interviewing Brittany Becker and Maggie Patterson of Scoop Studios. Because it's the end of 2017 and the new year is so fast approaching, I, I can't even think about it. But they made me. So we thought that this would be the perfect time to talk about goal setting. Jamie, goal setting is probably one of my most favorite things ever. Are you into setting goals? As you could probably tell by the last thing that I said, um, goal <laughs> setting makes me sweat. Like in a corner, in the fetal position, tears rolling down my face. I never, ever, ever want to set goals. I find it so, I don't know why. I have such a hard time with goal setting. So Brittany and Maggie are like especially close to my heart because they very much challenge me to at least do it a little bit. See, I set goals for everything. Like we're talking the number of books I read in a year, which this year's goal was 125. I exceeded it because I'm me. And like <laughs> how long it takes to fold a load of laundry. Um, no, I'm not kidding. And my personal best is seven minutes and still trying to beat it. So Wait, yeah, I do it for everything. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, I love you. That's how long amazing. it takes to unload the dishwasher. Oh, you name it. I've like created a goal, created a little personal competition for myself and then try to beat it every single time. I think it's the thing that like gets me through having to do some of the more like mundane house tasks, if you will. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens to me? My mind wanders and I'm like emptying the dishwasher. And then the next thing I know, I've gotten lost in my phone or I'm playing a game of checkers with Jonah or maybe if I set goals for myself that I needed to no, it wouldn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, just kidding. (laughs) So obviously I know that goal setting can be intimidating, um, especially when you're trying to figure out where you're going to be a year from now. I mean, could you, I can't even fathom that it's the end of 2017. Can you even wrap your head around like 2018? No. I still think it's March. So we've talked about this a few times. Like I don't somehow in August, I was like, I think I actually wrote March down on something. And I was like, oh, this is the struggle for sure. (laughs) Yes. Oh my goodness. But this is why we wanted to interview Brittany and Maggie. We've used their goal setting system within our business and it's become 
a really key tool for our quarterly planning, especially since one of us really likes to do goal setting. And maybe I'll be the first to admit it. It's one of my favorite forms of what I call productive procrastination when I should be doing other things, but I want to feel like I'm being productive. So I'll be like, I'll just work on a goal plan for like what I'm going to do in the next 25 minutes. And yeah, it just, it goes off the rails. I feel like we need to trademark productive procrastination. <laughs> I am its leader. I am the founder. And it's, um, it's one of my very favorite activities is productive procrastination. Well, we all do it, right? We're all guilty mm-hmm. of it. So let us tell you a little bit about Brittany and Maggie so you understand why we love them so much and why they're so awesome at the goal setting stuff. Britt and Maggie are the creators of Small Business Boss, which is designed to help service-based business owners navigate the finer points of growing a business with practicality and a profitable plan. They run Scoop Studios, a digital marketing agency, and are first and foremost service business owners. So they don't just teach, they actually test and live everything they share with you. Between the two of them, they have 25 plus years of experience in client services roles and are the co-host of the Small Business Boss podcast. I'm super excited for this one. So let's get ready to jump in after a quick word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Hashtag Legal. Hashtag Legal is a full service law firm specializing in influencer marketing, social media, and service professionals. We offer a wide range of services, contract review and drafting, trademark and copyright registration and monitoring, FTC advice and disclosures, and full site reviews, including drafting site terms and conditions and privacy policies. Check us out at www.hashtag-legal.com. Brittany and Maggie, welcome to the show. We are so lucky because we've actually all met in person, which doesn't always happen in our world, but even more so because we're going to be talking all about productivity and goal setting. And you know, that's Danielle's happy place a little bit more than mine, (laughs) but I'm learning to love it. And you guys are actually the reason why. So tell us a little bit more about your business. Sure. So this is Brittany here, and we are like you, just as excited as you guys are to be on this podcast talking to you today. And so we are the founders of Small Business Boss, and we also own a digital marketing agency called Scoop Studios. And we work with clients there specifically on content and tech marketing. So anything from content strategy, content creation, all the way through to, you know, how does it actually get put on the web, how does it come to life? And with our Small Business Boss brand, we specialize in working with small service-based business owners. And as you were alluding to a bit earlier, our goal is to help these service business owners be more productive and profitable in their businesses. So tell us a little bit more about Small Business Boss and the type of things that you do to help service-based business owners. Because I think that Right now, let's face it, when you look online, a lot of the things that you see are really talking about how to concentrate on building that passive income, which if people can tell by my tone, I think that's a little bit of an mythology <laughs> that we have built up. But what we, we really think it's great that you offer things for service-based businesses. So can you tell us a little bit about that? So we absolutely practice what we preach. As I said just a few seconds earlier, 
we are in the trenches. We run an agency day in and day out, and we know what it's like to work with clients. In fact, between the two of us, we have over 25 years of experience working with clients, and we've always been in a service aspect of business, whether that's been at a consulting firm or an agency or a marketing company where we're working with a variety of different clients. We realized that working with clients, as you said, is not all what the marketing hype online is about. It's not the quote unquote easy path in that you're not gonna just sleep and wake up and you know magically have you know dollar bills in your bank account, but it is indeed the fastest path to cash. And it's something that I think it just is not as glamorous. And so it gets glazed over in the online hype of it all. I would like to magically wake up with dollar bills in my pockets. Well, you know what, I'm gonna put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you build some retainers and you work with some clients and they pay their bills overnight and it does happen that way. <laughs> I want magical dollar bills. <laughs> exactly. I think this is a really, I like this. I like it a lot. Does anyone have the URL? <laughs> magical dollar bills. <laughs> I will buy it before the end of this recording. Checking right now. <laughs> Maggie, I feel you. I totally feel Because we don't own enough domain names. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I think man. if we pulled our domain names, there would it, we shouldn't talk about this anymore. It would be embarrassing. <laughs> so as I spoke about earlier, you know how difficult, particularly for me, goal setting is. But I think that this is a problem for a lot of entrepreneurs in service-based businesses, particularly. Why do you think that a lot of entrepreneurs have these troubles with setting goals and working on their business? Because I, I, I need to know how to make it better. <laughs> you know, it, so it comes down to this, Jamie. It's really kind of two things is most of us, most of us, I'll preface it with, when we start a business, we have prior corporate experience and we had a different structure to our day. We had a lot of different things going on. And ultimately, most productivity hacks or practices we, we learn are designed for either the CEO of a company, like a big company with, you know, huge team to execute, or it's designed for an employee. So then when we can become our own boss, it gets really, really complicated. And then another thing happens when you work with clients, how you manage your day is different. Uh, there's so many more constraints on your time and demands on your time. So you think of all the extra things you do that you never would have done as an employee when you're running a company, and then you add on the layer of client deadlines, deliverables, calls, and all these demands on your time. And no kidding, we fail on a day-to-day -day basis. And I think that um, until we kind of like flip our mindset a little bit and realize that as a small business boss, as somebody who is self-employed, whether you work on your own or with a team, fundamentally, all those pressures on your time create different conditions for success. So we need to do how we go about our goal setting, how we set up our days has to be done differently. Ultimately, if we're gonna if we're gonna thrive and not just collapse and totally burn it all down and go back and get a job. I think you read my I diary. <laughs> <laughs> Earlier this year, before quarter two, I participated in a summit that you hosted with Small Business Boss called the Supercharged Success Summit. And I was completely hooked. You went over a framework for discussing goal setting and it had never, it's what you said, it had never come quite so easily for me. And it really was that corporate mentality where somebody gave me the goals and I knew how to hit them. This was more about how to create them. And so using your framework, I was able to map out some goals. Jamie and I discussed them and refine them. 
And then we hit every single one. Can you tell our audience a bit more about your supercharged success framework? So the framework really came about from two real things. And then I'll kind of walk you guys through it quickly. But it came from two things is Brittany and I had been working together, you know, for, I don't know, 400,000 eons. And we realized that we personally were never hitting our goals. And we're both very like type A, we're both INTJs, which I know you love, Danielle, you know, super high achievers. And we were like, what is going on? So we started doing a lot of work individually and then together on figuring out how to how to start doing this a little bit differently so it would work for us. And so we weren't having this, you know, feeling of failure in our business that really is not motivating. And then the next thing we noticed is we kind of started putting this together. You know, we do a lot of mentoring on a day-to-day basis with um, our mastermind and our community. And we noticed, hey, everyone else is really, really struggling with this. So we started testing out this approach where you you know we don't do annual goals anymore we really focus in on how do we do things at a quarterly monthly weekly and daily level so we really break everything down in bite-sized chunks to get us where we want to go and you know it's not rocket science but i think sometimes we just need to be told so we started testing this out what we noticed is especially in our mastermind like there was just exponential growth coming on because people it's like honestly they say the light bulb went on same experience you had danielle other people started to have. And then that that point, we're like, oh, we should formalize this because it's a real thing. And from that, you know, ultimately, it comes down to just thinking about your goals in a much more streamlined way, and ultimately carving out time to make them happen, and prioritizing them. Because when you work with clients, you tend to put yourself last on the list. I have to jump in and say, I think that that was one of the most important lessons that I got from you was the idea that I needed to take time out. Like, and I feel like this sounds so silly, but like the idea, that it's just as important to take this time to work on my plan as it is to serve clients, as it is to go out and do business development, that this was equally important. And I love that you really incorporate that within the framework. Yeah. Well, if you know, here's the thing, my personal experience, I'm sure the experience of many of your listeners, if you don't actually make that tangible and, you know, make it real, it doesn't happen. You know, it's something you might do on a Saturday night when your partner's gone out for the night. You're like, I don't know what to do. Oh, I'm going to work on this project for my goals. And that's, that. that's, we're giving it like, it's not even second class. It's like 45th class. And we're just like, yeah, yeah, I'll get it done. And then we don't. And then we're disappointed. And it creates this kind of doom loop where we're unhappy in our business. And ultimately, that's not why we started a business. It's so true. I, I never even thought about it, frankly, until we started working with you guys. Um, and it made such a huge difference for Danielle and I um, in our business. And it made us feel amazing when we hit those goals. That's the best part is like sort of putting the check mark next to it, right? <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. Oh, yes, everybody loves is. check mark on this call. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> So we love we love this framework a lot. We use it. We think it's fantastic. And we want other people to be able to see it in action. So do you think you guys would help us walk through one of our business goals for 2018? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so I'll start with the background. Um, we tried to make this simple because this is not a super lengthy podcast. So we want to give something that we can actually walk through. Um, and we started hashtag legal in 2016. We've been collecting email addresses, but, um, we're not using them to, you know, contact people. And (laughs) yeah, I know we're sorry. Um, and we know that these are people who want 
to hear from us because they signed up. This wasn't for an opt-in. This wasn't for some sort of special discount. We know they want to hear from us, but we've grown so quickly that this side of the marketing hasn't been at the top of our list. And we really want to change that. 2018 at hashtag legal, we want to start sending out a monthly newsletter to everyone who subscribed to our newsletter because we've been ignoring that. And that's, we're not going to talk about why, but we're going to move forward. So we need help to keep it simple because we don't want to create a blog. We don't want to create a ton of new content. We create a lot of content through businesses. Um, and so to do, to add that to hashtag legal would just be something extra. We don't really have time for knowing this is a goal we'd like to achieve within the next 90 days. How can we do that using supercharged success? Love this goal, by the way. This is something that is near and dear to my heart. Email is something that just like service businesses doesn't always get a whole lot of uh, spotlight, but it's very important um, for service businesses too, even though sometimes we don't think so. But you've got people that are wanting to hear from you, so let's get them to hear from you. So with the framework, first we would start, and again, like you said, this is a bit of a simplified goal, but you know what? Simple is always better in my opinion, so we'll make this really clear. At the quarterly level, the 90 kind of day view, essentially you want to be able to send out three newsletters, right? One per month. Yeah, that sounds good. From there, we've got that kind of quarterly overarching. The goal this quarter is to send out three newsletters, one per month. That's also ultimately going to, this works out really easy to kind of spread this down into each month. But then every month you want to send out one newsletter. In order to start, you know, this is where sometimes the action breaks down because we look at our overarching goal and we say, okay, yeah, three newsletters, no problem, got it. And then we stop there. We might assign a date, but if we don't actually reverse engineer all of the pieces and then actually block that time out on the daily and the weekly level, it won't get done. So for the newsletter, one per month, we want to say, okay, how long is it going to take us to go from essentially a Google Doc or a bunch of notes to a newsletter actually getting sent out to our list. And so let's say that's two weeks. That's That might be a little bit long, but at the same time, you guys are running multiple businesses, you've got this podcast, and there's two of you. So you need to bounce off ideas from each other. So then you want to take a look at that weekly level and say, okay, week one and three of the month, let's just say, are weeks that we're going to spend working on the newsletter. The first week, we're going to curate our content from resources that we already have available to us, content that we've created previously, questions that we've answered for clients that we can mask a little bit, whatever that might be. And then that third week would be, okay, let's get this set up. And for you guys, that might be sending it to someone on your team to put into your email system and to send it out. But it's really about blocking that time out. And in fact, you're probably going to want to block some time um, I like doing things as consistently as possible. So not just with the newsletter, obviously you're being consistent month over month, but also it, it's easiest to build a habit if you're doing it on a regular basis versus, you know, every odd day or every random third day. So every week blocking out time, maybe on Monday morning from, you know, nine to 10 or nine to 11 to, you know, work on marketing or newsletter tasks for that and blocking that time out every week so that you are actually getting that done. And two hours is probably a long time based on the fact that you're going to be curating the content, but that's really how we would start going about 
blocking those times into your days and into your weeks. Does that make sense? Yes, I think it makes a ton of sense. And I think it's really important that we recognize one of our words for 2018 is outsource. And I love the fact that you recognize that even though someone else is handling the end result, it's still it's still taking time out of our calendar. It's time that we need to block. I have a question for you. How do you handle this, particularly on the service-based business side, when you've got client stuff that comes up and you feel like it's sort of derailing what that schedule is that you have set? How do you handle that? Oh, I'll take this one. I love this one because I was actually thinking <laughs> this while Brittany was talking about it. But here's the thing is ultimately, especially when it comes to your priorities, and we try to, you know, as part of that kind of 12-week goal-setting process, we really try to confine the number of priorities we have. We tend to be all overachievers, right? So we'll, you know, try to add a lot of things. So only having a handful of priorities, number one, you know, lets you set this up for success. Ultimately, if you have only two or three things that are the priorities for the quarter, you can hold that time a little bit better. The other thing is too, is learning how to manage your clients in a way that you can still hold the time sacred. So let's say you have two hours on Monday morning, like Brittany had mentioned, that that two hours on Monday morning still is intact no matter what. I think, you know, Danielle, what you what you were talking about ultimately is this is exactly where we all get derailed. This is where we confuse urgent and important. The majority of our tasks that our clients are putting on us are important. They're not urgent. Unless there is a true emergency, they can wait a couple hours for you to get your priority done. Um, it also means, too, on a day-to-day basis, building in time for client correspondence that pops up, building in time into your day where you know you have times to handle it. So let's say your block was on Monday morning for your marketing, knowing that, hey, I don't have to deal with this right now because when you're working on that block in the morning, you clearly know, hey, I have a block at noon where for an hour, all I'm doing is project management. All I'm doing is responding to clients and you hold the line. So many times client says, can I jump on the phone? Can you do this now? As much as your clients are. I love how Maggie brought it back to negotiation. It's like she knows, (laughs) (laughs) it's like she knows us or something. (laughs) Right? Oh, those are good tips. (laughs) Those are, those are actually amazing tips because I struggle with that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because of where I came from in a law firm, um, everything was urgent. It was as if we were performing life-saving brain surgery every minute of every single day. And that wasn't ever true. And so I very much struggle with the important versus urgent. And that that framework is awesome, Maggie. I, I love that. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to start using that. And you know what the other part of this is? Is just, I think, as someone who works with clients, is learning how to hold your boundaries. And it's hard. I'm not going to say it's easy. You know, just last week, I had a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, what if I don't get back to them? I'm like, it'll be fine. Nothing bad is going to happen. And just getting to a place where you have the types of relationships with your clients where there is mutual respect and you don't feel like their helper who has to do whatever they say. And I think as a business owner, that is the most important change you can start to make is holding the boundaries and you know, demanding better from our clients. That's amazing advice. It's hard. Let's just face it. It's so hard. Jamie, do you agree? <laughs> it's not just me, I, right? No, it is. That is <laughs> That is really one of the hardest things. And I think it's something very unique to service-based businesses is the there's sort of that added layer and that added pressure. Like what Maggie said, we want to do amazing for all of our clients. I mean, that's why we do this, right? Is to help people and that's our nature. And so, yeah, that's definitely... 
That's difficult. We know that you are launching a new product so that everyone, not just your mastermind members, can access the Supercharged Success Framework. Can you tell us about what it is that you're launching? Because we're pretty excited. All right. I'm really glad you asked about this. Brittany and I are really, really excited. We have created the Supercharged Success Workshop, and this is taking everything we have put together, teaching you how to set goals at the quarterly, monthly, weekly, and daily level, how to not get overwhelmed and really understanding why productivity is such a struggle as a self-employed person. So we put that together into a really short workshop. It's less than an hour and it's really designed to be able to help you understand this approach to managing your time, help you be more productive and really put that into action. So it's videos and it's also a workbook too, so that it's something you can use every single quarter to go back to over and over and over again. And then because, you know, we just like to add a lot of extra things in, we also have included two months of membership in the Small Business Boss Society. So as you're implementing this workshop, you can go in there, ask questions. You'll also have access to everything that's in the Small Business Boss Society, which covers everything from finding clients to booking clients to how do I set up an email funnel for booking clients. And it really goes in depth, two free months of membership with that. And I think both Jamie and I can say, because we are members of the Small Business Boss Society, it's amazing content. It's really good, particularly if you have certain areas of running your business that you struggle with. Um, we definitely give it a big thumbs up and recommendation. Oh, without a doubt. Like our highest recommendation, no question. You guys are, you've been so helpful in distilling what feels like an enormous amount of information that is completely overwhelming. And I tend to just not want to absorb any of it, but you guys make it really, <laughs> I'm like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> That's a phrase from Jamie who hates courses. Cause we don't, we, we don't do courses. Everything is workshop style and it's designed to be really, really actionable. So like, if we know something, we're going to give you the script on how to do it. We're going to yes. be like, here's the take and tweak script. So you can be like, Hey client, pay me my money or asking for a referral <laughs> or a testimonial. All those awkward things that on a day-to-day -day basis, we get so much energy invested in. It's so true. And Peg is right. I do hate courses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let me have all the things. Let me do all the stuff. Yeah. And I'm going to throw out there that I have used since I took the Supercharged Success Summit when in Q1 of last year, I use that workbook every quarter because I find that the foundation that it created was just so strong that it's now, it, I go back to it every single time to help us create our goals. I love that. That's music to my ears. Yeah. And I will say... <laughs> Oh, it, yes, it is pretty. We wanted it to be <laughs> aesthetically pleasing because oh. if you have to do goals, let's make them pretty. <laughs> yeah. Jamie and I are planner addicts. So that's, uh, yeah, we are, we always like when it looks nice. <laughs> that is so true. So we will drop a link in the show notes so everybody can find um, where Brittany and Maggie are. But before we let you guys leave, you have to answer our rapid fire questions. All right. All right. Okay. We ready? This is a big one. This has a lot of controversy. We even had a thread in the businesses HQ. Coffee <laughs> or tea? Coffee. Yes. <laughs> now this, 100%. I know this group and we talk books a lot. So this is probably something that could go on for seven hours, but we're going to try to distill. What is your favorite book? It can be business or not business. So I think my favorite book of 2018 so far has been The Hate You Give because I just finished it this weekend on Danielle's recommendation. Did you do it on audio or like reading? No, I read it. It was so good. Everyone listening to this podcast must go read that book. I did it on audio and it's fantastic. 
Hey Maggie, yeah, you said me, tw- but it was good. It was you great. said 2018. You may want to 2018. I should probably revise that <laughs> <laughs> in my future reading. <laughs> yeah, I loved this book next year. <laughs> so this is this next question actually stumps so many people, which always makes me laugh because it tells so much about. I think the mentality of an entrepreneur, what was the first thing you did to celebrate success in your business? I mean, what you did for yourself. So I definitely struggled with coming up with my answer for this because I absolutely just suck at celebrating. Um, The first thing I did though, and this, I don't know if this is a good answer or not, but the first real thing I did after I achieved a level of success in my side hustle was I actually left my day job. And I will say this is a celebration for myself because that day job and Maggie can attest to this, but (laughs) it was not, it was not the like six figure glamorous day job. This was a not good situation. I'll just leave it at that. But I was already making more money in my side hustle. And for whatever reason, I just was like not able to cut the tie. So I cut the tie and went into business full time and haven't looked back since. I think that that is probably the ultimate success metric for a lot of people. That moment when they're like, this is my full-time business now. Yay. Yay. I love that one. Okay. Next question. Do you have a word for the year? And since we are at the very tail end of 2017, you can tell us about 2017 or you can tell us about 2018 if you have one already. So 2017 was sovereignty because I really wanted control is very important to me. That's probably one of my highest values. And uh, I feel like that was a success. And 2018 is going to be unstoppable. Although Brittany and I are talking about having words of the month because I feel like a year is a lot of pressure. (laughs) (laughs) That's so you guys. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Smaller bite-sized chunks. Yes. That fits your philosophy. All right. Apple or PC? Oh, Apple. 100%. Yes. Brittany, we're the only PC on the phone, man. Telling you. Actually, our producer loves PCs. So I don't know. Silent Dr. Producer Don. He loves PCs. He gives me a lot of garbage about my love of Macs. But I was really like, how is this a question? Like, is everyone using an Apple? That's what I think, too. But apparently not. And it boggles my mind. It doesn't work with my brain. And I don't know how else to explain it. Like I've used my husband's iPhone and I want to run it over with my car. (laughs) (laughs) Every like, this isn't like I would, I'm kind of lazy sometimes. So like I would actually get into my car and make an effort to run this thing over. So (laughs) anyway, (laughs) I have strong feelings about it. Now we want to close by telling everyone where they can find you. So the best place to find us is over at smallbusinessboss.co and to listen to the Small Business Boss podcast. Because obviously, if you're listening to this show, you're a podcast listener. So you can subscribe in iTunes or your podcast uh, catcher of choice. And I can say also, I love the podcast. My stepkids, however, do not. It's often on during carpool. So... They don't have that entrepreneurial fire yet. Say what? They don't want to learn how to run their service business better? I can't see why they're not enthralled. (laughs) I don't get it either. Thank you. (laughs) Right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This was amazing. And we hope everybody can take something away from the supercharged success framework that you're offering. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This interview was so much fun. 
And we were definitely a little bit concerned because there were four of us on the line. But I thought it went really awesome. And we are incredibly grateful to Maggie and Brittany for joining us and giving all us that great information. And I will admit it, after listening to it, I a little bit, just a little bit want to go in and write goals in my planner, like a little one or two. It's baby steps, right? But we want to hear, (laughs) right? We can't go crazy. We want to hear a goal that you've set for 2018 in the HQ. If you aren't a member yet, be sure and visit us at businessease.com slash HQ to join. As always, if you'd like to get all of the links for this episode, you can visit businessease.com slash episode 14 to get the show notes. To learn more about supercharged success, visit businessease.com slash supercharged success. This isn't an affiliate link. We really believe in the program. You'll even see my smiling face on the sales page right now. That means you immediately have to go. Right? (laughs) Yes, totally. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Ease Influencer Marketing Podcast. Please subscribe if you haven't already. If you like the podcast, we'd love if you give us a review in Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Your reviews help new listeners find us. If you have any questions, you can email us at questions at businessease.com. We'd really love to hang out with you in our Facebook group, the Business Ease HQ. To join, visit businessease.com slash HQ. We want to give a big thank you to our producer, Don Jackson of the Raven Media Group, for making us sound so very good. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you again next week. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.